Now, um, a review of Star Trek Into the Darkness. There'll be brief reviews as uh, both films came out a good few months ago and are probably on their way to being DVD releases, but I've recently caught up with both Oblivion and Into the Darkness, or Into Darkness. Uh, It's the second film in the rebooted Star Trek franchise by J.J. Abrams, who's a man with considerable cinematic history, and it's got the same basic cast as the original film, and uh, basically continues on. And the first Star Trek reboot was outstanding. It was absolutely brilliant film. On every level, they managed to do the unthinkable, which was take one of the most tired science fiction franchises and use a very clever, intricate plot to wipe any need to follow the consistency of the original series of films, most of which were quite poor, uh, particularly the latter entries, which got to the point of being dreadful. Um, This one, uh, basically, Captain Kirk, once again, manages to lose the Enterprise and be back on Earth, which he seems to do with disturbing regularity in the films anyway. And during this time there, there's a terrorist attack on London, it's unusual choice. It uh, starts the movie is uh, based in London, and they find out that it is a Starfleet member turned terrorist, John Harrison, and um, they he manages to disappear to a Klingon planet and deliberately go there to hide himself outside of the re- jurisdiction of Starfleet and um, possibly force a war to happen if uh, Starfleet tried to get him. Back. And he's played by Benedict Cumberbatch, um, English actor. And he was probably the standout of this entire movie. And this, I won't give away the plot, but it's got a, basically one of the major characters from the Star Wars franchise. Um, he's the main character of this film, and he makes a reappearance. And because they rebooted very successfully using time travel, they don't have to follow the previous uh, mythology of the Star Trek universe. Now, I would have given the first film a 9 out of 10. I couldn't praise it high enough. It was fantastic. Uh, it worked on every level. Virtually nothing wrong with it. And this got stellar reviews when it came out. It got really, really high regard from the majority of critics. And I was looking forward to a, another outstanding movie. But I found myself in the Iron Man effect, which was I was so let down by this film. Um, there's only really two major things wrong with it, but they are crucial things. Number one, the there's too much silliness in it. There's too much where people are rolling around on the top of a building and something ridiculous happens where they're hanging on a ledge and it goes over and over. The amount of times people have rooftop fights in this film is ridiculous. Spock, who was the standout star of the first film, Zachary Quinto, took on the unenviable job of taking over Leonard Nimoy's role and was outstanding in that first film. Here he's reduced to being in life-or-death situations for the entire planet and constantly having teenage bickerings with his girlfriends. There's so much that's silly about this film, and it gets a bit overwhelming. And the other thing is the story. Even though they've got in Benedict Cumberbatch one of the best villains of modern cinema, he's outstanding. You could hear by his voice there, and he's a fascinating individual. They just don't use him. Um, the story itself is unbelievably predictable and peters out and just follows very, very basic, um, considering how intricate and how imaginative the first Star Trek reboot story was, it was really quite a jaw-dropping story and it kept you all the way through to the end. 
I had stopped long paying attention by the time it came round to the end. I don't know what they were thinking. It's got everything else really going for it. I've seen some reports that the effects in it are a bit cheesy, but really the visual design on it is pretty stunning. And it would be worth watching it just for that. And the casts are hit and miss. I thought Chris Pine wasn't anywhere near as good as Spock in the first film. He plays Captain Kirk. But in this film, I thought his performance far outstripped Zachary Quinto's Spock. And he's actually given a really good performance in this film. And so does Benedict Cumberbatch. Um, I've never been sold on Simon Pegg's jokey character in this. Um, And the other people don't really seem to be used that often in it as well. Um, Alice Eve is a newcomer in it and it's also been criticised that they show her in her underwear for absolutely no reason which they do it's just like randomly someone turns around and she's standing there in her underwear so given they were so successful being brave and imaginative with the first film how they needed to back this up by being so rote and so unimaginative with the second film and making it so silly as well so it's a big letdown for me Star Trek Into Darkness I'm only going to give it a a 6.5 out of 10.